0: Welcome to A Quiet Life. I'm Ruth, your host. It is really great to be here with you today. Um, It's actually really nice to be recording a podcast because uh, over the past week I've spent some time recording audiobooks and for audiobooks you have to make sure you get every word exactly correct, you know, according to what you wrote in the actual book when you started writing it and uh, it is Nice to be able to be here talking into a microphone, but just saying whatever comes into my head. And if I make little mistakes in what I say, I think you'll be kind enough to forgive me that. So, yeah, so the audiobook for Small Town Trouble, I hope, will be out soon, but it's going to take a bit of time to do a bit of editing because I've spent an awful lot of time uh, listening to myself as I talk and then clapping my hands to draw attention to the fact that I've made a mistake and then repeating the sentence again maybe once, maybe three times. Yeah, so there you go. It's nice to be back for the podcast. Um, I want to remind you, did I say I'm Ruth, your host? I probably did. That sort of comes automatically. I want to remind you that um, it's nearly time for my summer holiday. Hooray, hooray, because I'm being a good girl and taking the whole of, uh, well, like just before Christmas to just before the end of January off and I won't be podcasting during that time and I won't be blogging. And I'm even going to not bother putting the pressure on myself to put up blogs and podcasts during that time from previously, if you if you want. Um, they're all there on my website. You can go back over old episodes. I don't have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> old podcasts or uh, read old blogs there on the WordPress site. But what I want to say is please to make sure that you don't miss out when I start back again after the summer please could you sign up to my newsletter at ruthamos.com.au and then we'll all be back together again um, come February, probably, end of January, beginning of February, depending on how much I want to say. And look, if I come across something that I really need to share with you all during January, well, I'm just going to do it, but I'm not going to make myself do it. So please sign up to my newsletter at ruthamos.com.au. That would be fantastic. Thinking about previous blogs, I have remembered this time to have a look and see what comments have been on previous blogs and podcasts. And one of them comes from Ray and he was listening. No, I think he read the blog cause he said it's uh, fits in with the theme of his blog. Some advice that he got lately. So I think he read the blog and it was the um, do something blog, do your bit thing. And he got given some advice by a running buddy lately Uh, he says, when he was probably focusing on the wrong things, which happens to all of us, Ray. Like we all spend time focusing on the wrong things sometimes and we have to readjust. And um, he said that his buddy said, you may not have the time, the 1.5 hours to go to the gym, shower, drive, workout and what have you, but you can still, and this is his words, take the cat for a walk for 20 minutes around the block. (laughs) And you could take the cat or the dog Some cats really do like going outside. My cat, when I had a cat, you put the little leash on her, she would lie down and you wouldn't take her anywhere without dragging her. Or you might not have three days to clean the house, but you can at least stab the moldy thing crawling out of the kid's room. (laughs) It's great advice, Ray. I like it. Small steps, easier to keep going than to stop and start again. And yeah. know when to keep pushing and as that song says know when to hold them know when to fold them know when to walk away and know when to run so yeah I think that's all very good advice Ray and and does fit in with well well with what I wanted to say so I also want to say thank you to Jeannie for commenting on my little beauties post uh, about beauty Um, she enjoyed it but the thing is that she's been posting all sorts of beauty on Facebook because we're Facebook friends and she's been traveling through Europe and going to places that I've never seen before um, all over the place and having such a great time and meeting new people and enjoying herself the way Jeannie does she's a very friendly and delightful person so it's been really nice to see her beauty spread all over Facebook and speaking of beauty I wanted to say I think maybe you listen to this podcast because you're a bit like me. Some people who are a bit like me listen to this podcast anyway. Some people listen to this podcast and just laugh at me. But uh, the last Sunday we had a community lunch at church, which was really nice and fits in with this podcast theme, which is community. But anyway, going with the last one, uh, we went to a lovely place um, that uh, friends from church – invited us to and I'd never been there before but my brain was so focused on right we're going there we're going into the house we go in at the floor level and walk up the stairs and in there I'm just this is what I do in a new situation I really narrow down my focus I really only see exactly what I have to see um and and nothing else so um I'm almost blind to everything that's around me when I'm in a new situation or a situation where I feel a little bit unsure Uh, and I'm learning this about myself Um, and so what was really lovely was as I started pounding up the stairs to go up to the you know where I could see the kitchen was and the food was and the people were and I thought right we have to get up there whatever I was about halfway up the stairs and Moz says oh that's gorgeous and I'm like oh what and I just stopped and looked around and yeah. On the wall right next to my head (laughs) there was this amazing sculpture that our host had created and then as you looked up around all the walls there were she does photography she does resin work she does painting and all of her works of art were up there on the wall for people to see as they came in and i just hadn't seen any of it because i'd been so focused on where i was going and when i say i hadn't seen i really hadn't seen it it just hadn't registered in my brain and it was so cool to stop, to stop right there on the steps and look around and see all of this beauty right in front of me. And I'm so grateful to Moz for saying, hey, wow, that's amazing, to encourage me to look at this artwork that was there all around us. So um, I encourage you, um, if you are like me and if you're feeling, you know, anxious or uptight or just focused on where you're going, to just stop for 10 seconds and have a look around and see what you can see because uh, you might be missing out on some incredible beauty like I was. Anyway, that's my comments on last time. Today it's the 29th of November as I record this, so I'm pulling myself back into gear and getting it recorded the week before it's due instead of the day before it's due and I'm excited about that. And today we don't have an interview with Scotty because um, last week when I went to talk to Scotty at the radio station, it was Appeal Week. So Ultra 106.5 is a listener-supported community radio station, and twice a year they have a, a monetary appeal where they ask people to donate funds to um, – help the station keep running and it was one of those. So uh, while I did talk about community and being part of community and all the things I'm going to talk to you about today, uh, we decided to just leave the recording um, with Scotty (laughs) to put on the radio and not share it with you. So because it was all, you know, give to Ultra 106.5 and whatever. If you want to go to ultra106five.com head over there and, and you can give them something at any stage. <laughs> it's all very helpful to keep that radio station going. So um, because it is a community station and it is it is funded by the people who listen to it. that fits in really well with what I was gonna say today so today I'm talking about community and how important it is I was listening to a podcast and you know I listen to a lot of them and it was a podcast from America and the uh, guest was saying um, that the United States is seems to be in a point of crisis and the host asked what to do about it and the guest said we need to trust our institutions and I'm afraid I'm afraid, very much afraid that that ship has sailed. But as I listened to him talk about what he meant by institutions, what I heard him say was community. We need to start um, rejecting this amazing individualism that we have in Western um, culture and start looking out for others and being part of other people's lives and things. Now, you know how introverted I am. I'm not saying we need to be extroverts, but I am saying that uh, we can't do this all on our own and we need links with other people. And this week has really brought that home to me. We've had the appeal at the radio station. We've had uh, the community lunch that church organized where we got to know other people. And um, there's some some new a new family from Colombia that we had a lovely chat with. And then um, older people and younger people and just having the whole range of Age groups and stuff in the house was just it was just really lovely to to meet and to be part of that. Yes, okay, I came home and I just sat in front of the telly and plopped out for the rest of the day, but I really enjoyed it. Just being with people is just so important. But as well as that, previously in the week we've had two other big community events. One of them was a baptism, and we were invited to be godparents for this baptism of an infant. And um, so it's so lovely to be Bertie's godparents. And we we thrilled, Moz and I, we're over the moon thrilled. And the fun thing about that, the real important thing to me, I think, is that so we're Bertie's godparents. Bertie's grandmother is Jess's godmother. And then Bertie's mother is my parents' godchild. So my parents are Bertie's mother's godparents. It's all in it's all intertwined. It's another level of family. And that comes from us being in this particular community for that length of time and for reaching out and being part of that family as family. And I just, I'm so blessed. I know I'm so privileged. I am so privileged to have that depth of relationship with so many people. And, you know, if you're my friends and it's just, it's just astonishing to me and such a blessing to to do that now i know i'm a roots person and i know i love to stay in the same place and make those deep relationships with people and with place and with culture and everything but I don't think you have to be a roots person to get that depth of community because my parents who have gone all over the place in the world and lived all over the place and whatever have that deep sort of relationship with people all over the world so it's just an attitude of heart of I'm going to allow myself to be part of your life and allow you to affect my life um, that's really important um, so that was the baptism on the Sunday and um yeah, we I mean we <laughs> Okay, we had a really funny incident and I have to tell you about this because it's making me laugh still. But we we went to church. As we were walking out the front door, Moz decided that he didn't like the T shirt he was wearing, so he just ducked back inside, changed T shirts, put his shirt back on, and we went back down to church and and we stood up the front and we did all the promises stuff for um, the baptism um, and then we um, came back down sat back down and then while we were having communion the guy in the chair behind us tapped him on the shoulder and said hey did you know that your shirt's on inside out and it was it was he'd done the whole thing with his shirt on inside out oh we laughed and the guys behind us laughed and the guys behind them laughed and it was hilarious it was very very funny so anyway we did that and then you know we went out to lunch with the family and we had great time we were talking to um bertie's great grandfather we were playing with bertie and archie and the other baby that was there we just it was just really lovely so that was great and then on monday we were at church again and this time it was for a funeral um, and a funeral of a very our very dear friend Chris and we uh, we joined with so many people to say goodbye to her I mean the church was full and people had to go into the hall next door and you know watch it remotely and it was such a Chris funeral we we sang if I were a butterfly with the action so we had the church full of people doing you know he gave me a heart and he gave me a smile and so on and we listened to beautiful music and heard lots of stories about Chris and just what a wonderful person she was and we you know looked after each other afterwards we hugged and we cried and we ate good food and we drank Oh my cafe next to us made hot drinks so they made um lattes and hot chocolates and chives and flat whites and everything It was just the best <laughs> the best cafe drink i mean the best funeral type drink i've ever had yeah, beautiful i had a decaf lactose free flat white first time ever at a funeral but it was a blessing and and just being part of the community and being part of the group of friends and family that could celebrate chris's life together Um, made me think just again how important community is and we know that there's a loneliness epidemic and that um, loneliness is is very bad for our physical and mental health and obviously our emotional health and so I've been thinking about how how we can um, get past that loneliness and be a part of the community so as I said community isn't only for extroverts I mean I'm I'm very introverted introvert and that big funeral was a beautiful day but again afterwards i made sure i had the time to just settle and um pull myself together and not talk to anyone (laughs) and um recover because i expend a lot of energy being with people but um it's worth it i i can't say more than that but i'm also part of a community that isn't an extroverted community. It's an introvert community and that's my writing group that happens on Tuesday afternoon at St Luke's Taruna if you're in Southern Tasmania you can be part of it. That community happening is where we just get together uh, in the one room, we make a cuppa, we grab a snack. Catherine makes sure there's chocolate there all the time and then each of us takes out the project that we've been working on and we sit there in silence and work on it and probably... Um, because we have a little chat at the beginning and a little chat at the end. It's probably about 90 minutes that we sit and work. And then we wash up the dishes and we go home again. And so it may not feel like we're making community, but we really are. It's a safe space for us to be ourselves. And once a year, at the end of the year, which is coming up pretty soon, we have a time of sharing our writing, sharing what we've been working on through the year. And that has been a time where people have felt really free to be super vulnerable about what they're working through in their writing because they feel safe in this community. So, yeah, that community where we hardly talk at all but we just spend time together has built some really firm friendships that will last um, beyond the writing group, will last into the rest of our lives. And I know that because some people have had to go back to work and can't make it to the writing group, but we're still friends and we still meet up and have a coffee every now and then and have a chat. It's important. So that's that's a great community. So other communities that I know about. Um, so there's another one at St Luke's called Song Space. And uh, Song Space is not a choir but it is a, a time set aside where people come together and sing, just for the joy of singing because we love singing. So that's um, just that's just lovely. Um, NaNoWriMo National Novel Writing Month, which is happening as I speak, but will be over very soon, and I hope that whoever participated in it will, will have had great success. <laughs> it's a uh, National Novel Writing Month. It's a time to write a novel in a month, a 50,000-word novel in the month of November. And <laughs> I've written in my blog, Nothing Draws People Together Like Shared Hardship. It's just what a lovely place because everyone is so encouraging of each other in doing it. And I I have done this twice, and each time I've just been so blessed by um, – the community that gathers around, the encouragement, the support, the cheering each other on and the joy that's involved in that. And that's online and also in person. Little writing groups just spring up for the month of November and meet on Saturday mornings or do whatever, do writing sprints together, support each other online or support each other in person and get it done. And that's it's just really cool if you're a writer. Another thing that's happened that I've been a part of that's just happened with a few friends is that we all play musical instruments. And just as a very irregular thing, we've gotten together at a friend's place and we've had a jam. We've played music together. It's amazing how quickly two hours goes when you're playing music like that. It's just, it's just fun. And again, we don't have to have those deep um, conversations or whatever. It's just having that fun together. I heard about a community of people, volunteers, who maintain the mountain bike tracks here in Tasmania. So they set a time and on that day the people who use the mountain bike tracks go up and spend some time clearing them and making them better and doing whatever they have to do. Hard physical work um, but they're all working together to make the mountain bike tracks work so that they can come and use the mountain bike tracks. So you've got that sort of community aspect together i went square dancing the other month and and just stumbled upon this amazing dancing community that's here in hobart that i knew nothing about um someone had seen one of their flyers and yeah they get together regularly and they dance the old dances they choreograph new dances and um have different bands playing for them and stuff and it's just it's just fun it's just and you dress up sometimes but you don't have to dress up and that's pretty cool and I hear the swing dancing community is pretty lively here too as well as around the world swing dancing everywhere um okay language warning but stitch and bitch sessions (laughs) where people get together and knit or crochet and chat with each other all around the world this happens all around the world and there's Knitting sessions. I know that Salamanca, the Salamanca Wool Shop, runs um, specific knitting sessions like this. So I think there's one that happens during the day, and then a couple that happen in, in the evening or on the weekend. So that you know, you you all knit. That's what draws you together. Uh, I think that you know, even from that little roundup that I've come up with, just thinking about little communities that I know about, and I'm not even counting the Rotary clubs and the Lions clubs and the uh, public speaking clubs and the goodness knows what, there are probably as many little communities as there are human activities. And they're all combinations of people who are all flawed because we are all flawed. And some people are really weird uh, and some people are a little weird. (laughs) It's that, that saying, all the world's a little queer except for Thee and me and even thou art a little queer sometimes. Um so yes, we're all a bit weird. We've all got our flaws, we've all got times when we're going to annoy each other, but that's part of what community is. And I think being part of a community like that is just such a wonderful thing, such a joyous thing, and helps us live our lives. So don't hear me say add another thing to your life every month or every week or whatever. Some of these occurrences are annual like NaNoWriMo some monthly some every six weeks some every week but you need to find the thing that suits you in fact at the lunch on Sunday we were talking about our what we call connect groups at church which is small groups of people that get together read the bible and share each other's lives and pray for each other and we were saying that our connect group meets once a fortnight because meeting once a week is just too hard and everybody at the table agreed that meeting once a week at the moment with our lives as busy as they are is just is just quite a difficult thing once a fortnight's easier but then if you miss one you have to wait a whole month (laughs) so i don't know i don't know but you need to find some way of fitting this into your life some way of rubbing up with other imperfect people and sharing your life with them i think is is really vital to having a good life even a quiet life. So even for super introverts like me, I think we all need a little bit of community. And I hope that you have some in your life, even a little bit. Yeah, I hope that you have something that you're a part of that's uh, full of like-minded people who enjoy being together and doing the thing. And if you don't, can I encourage you to seek something out? And I know it's a risk and I know it's a hard thing I know it's very challenging to try and butt into a community that is like that, but I think that it is really, really worth it. And can I say thank you for being a part of the Quiet Life community, the online listening-to-me type community, and um, I would love you to share with me what types of community that you're a part of. So if you would like to, again, write to me, Ruth, at ruthamos.com.au or find me, Ruth Amos Author, on Facebook i'm really thinking about dropping twitter off my phone at the moment <laughs> x whatever i'm there at a quiet life blog or leave a comment on my blog at a quiet life blog at and yeah i would just i would love to have a chat with you about community and how important or otherwise you think it is and one last plug please sign up to my newsletter at ruthamos.com.au if you haven't already so that we don't lose this little community over the summer And I will chat to you again, probably one more time before Christmas. All right, see you then.